Do you want to know my latest weird obsession? Always. Uh, I, I, I kind of got into the hurdy-gurdy. Um, the what? The hurdy-gurdy, mean- it's an instrument. Oh, I th- sorry, I thought you meant the PS2 game. Uh, yeah, like the hurdy-gurdy. Like the thing in... Um, thing that they got in Sea of Thieves, right? Yeah, so like I, I was watching some footage of Sea of Thieves and was like watching people play the music. And I was like... Oh, what instrument is that again? Oh, it's a hurdy-gurdy. Are these actual, like, sea shanties or songs or whatever? And it just fell down a rabbit hole of listening to people play the hurdy-gurdy. And I was like, oh, this is, like, actually really, like, a cool instrument. I wonder if I could, like, get one and try and learn it. And I was like, you know, the on a web thing, I'm like, I wonder if I could get, like, a cheap hurdy-gurdy. How, d- how difficult is it to get a hurdy-gurdy? Yeah. Totally. A hurdy-gurdy is two grand at minimum. <laughs> also, as part of the hurdy-gurdy fest that I had. <laughs> Hardy Gurdy uh, Fest is my favourite festival. It happens in Sweden I somewhere. I, disco- I discovered I discovered several pirate rock albums. And nice. the holy shit is is that a genre that you should get into? I am Jesus listen, Christ. It's- I had a lot of friends that were very into pirate rock and Some I know pirate rock. Mm-hmm. It's all just like like pirate rock's like the same as Sonic music in my head. It's just like <laughs> There's no crossover there at all. No, no, I'll I'll get there. It's like the mainly in the lyrical department where it's just kind of like, like X Y Z friendship, X Y Z doing it together, X Y Z running fast is a Sonic song, whereas pirate rock is like X Y Z ship, X Y Z sea, X Y Z disaster, X Y Z death is a pirate rock album. Like, but it's the same sort of like I know all the beats of this song before you even start singing. It's I mean, like my favorite Sonic one was the one where they talk about booty constantly. Like when he <laughs> when, when he gets on there and says, "I did it all for the booty." What? I did the it booty. all for the booty. Like, it's not. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> oh God! I'm sure somebody's made that joke before, but. It is the 20th of February 2018 and this is the Game Engine Start Podcast. My name is Ewan. My name's Callum. And we come to you live from the state where every single piece of video software that exists in the world is the worst thing I've ever fucking used. <laughs> ever. Are you talking Are you talking about editing our Game of the Year stuff? Christ. So we, we now have... bad. We have somewhere around five and a half hours worth of video. And it's all cut, it's all edited, it's all ready to go. And it took me yeah. about 12 hours to get three of them rendered because whatever it is, something about that third video makes the video editor crash every single time I try and render it. Which means I need to keep coming back and restarting it and seeing where it went wrong and trying f- flailing to fix it and not flailing to fix it and then never working it out and just hitting the button again and waiting an hour and seeing if it comes out or not. It's... Fucking terrible software. Is that, is, not more of a problem? is that not more of a problem with your computer just being old and shit? Maybe, like, but that's that's the thing with any of these like creative. Surely, software. if it's like old and shit and it renders, but it's then... not. But it's not consistent, right? Like it, some it will crash one in three times. 
Like it's not like mm, it's, it'd okay. be different if it was memory, and it'd just be like you've you've got too much of Callum's face on here that takes up too much space, so we can't have any more of that in memory. I do have like, a big face. You do have a large face. Like a memory footprint of your face is remarkable. You have large. to uh, load my face into high read memory, like your mouse drivers for Quake <laughs> back in the day. Somebody somebody said the phrase auto exec to me today, and I <laughs> and I had flashbacks to DOS prompts trying to get fucking. Do you remember sort of tunnel to make? <laughs> Do you remember the tunnel to play multiplayer and quick? That was oh fun. god, yeah, yeah. I, I, what was that? Who was the old days to? of PC gaming? Who was I was talking to about this? Like, we're not a complete diversion from you and screaming about I, editing I, our videos. I, I just needed to say something about it. But somebody mentioned like we're talking about like our first experiences with multiplayer, like online multiplayer, and mine was like it was a, I think mine was Quake Two was the first time like when I actually like connected to a server and played actual people. And it was a yeah, that sounds right. Bizarre experience, and a, something that I've never really got over. Like, I don't know. Like, voice chat in games still throws me off because I played so much multiplayer that didn't have voice chat when yeah. I was growing up. And then because suddenly, it, well, back, well, back in those days, nobody like did that. Mm. It was only with like the ubiquity of like Xbox 360s where everybody had headsets. Then everybody yeah. just got mics. And it's probably played. it's probably just rose tinted glasses. But I imagine every no one at that time screaming each other on the internet. Yeah, but I imagine nobody at that time was like using racial epithets the entire time. Or no, no, I nobody... don't, not that I can remember anyway. I remember playing Unreal Tournament online, and no one was like that. Yeah, and nobody Tournament... was like that in Jedi. Nobody fucking was like that in Jedi Academy. Let you tell you there were honor in Jedi Academy servers. Yeah, <laughs> fucking lightsaber dueling servers and everybody fucking treated each other with respect the thing i really enjoyed about unreal uh, unreal tournament online was that it was because it had because it was one of the first games that had or the first ones i knew of anyway that had the thing where like you'd connect a server and it would realize you didn't have the map and it would just grab the map yeah download the map yeah so you don't particularly know what you're going to see like any time you connect a server like you would just get some random like some person just applied animated textures to every wall in this hellscape and suddenly nobody can see anything and everyone has rocket launchers. Like, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a fun Wild West. It was always fun, yeah. And especially because it was at that time when, like, there was no easy way for you to find, like, mods and stuff like that. So I remember randomly... No, you had like, to go fucking download those shit. File Planet. Remember GameSpy File yep, Planet? File, where you File Planet was the good one, yep. Um, but I remember connecting to a server and getting the Unreal Tournament RPG mod where you had a level and you would level yourself up and you would get, like, better weapons oh, and right, that's classes okay, sure. and that kind of stuff. I thought you were going on to RPing servers, like, way too young. Oh, no, 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 God, no. People were trying to fuck you with flat cannons or whatever. That was... Yeah, no, that's, like, I wouldn't even go near that. Any t- even these days, I would not go near that. Um, but, no, like, it was... I, re- I enjoyed the idea of, like, you don't quite know what you're going to get, but now nowadays, like, that would probably just be a way for somebody to send you... Viruses, probably. Bitcoin miners. <laughs> or Bitcoin miners. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Let's not... Because they're everywhere. They can get you from every angle. <laughs> there's a... There's a... This is the last diversion. There's a website. I can't remember what it was. It was one of the, like, blog news sites. Was it Salon? Don't quote me on that. I can't remember. But there's one site. I don't know. You know when you go into, like, news or blog sites these days, and it's like, hey, do you want to... Can you switch your ad blocker off, please? The screen that yeah, comes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have two options now, which is one is please unblock us from AdBlocker and see ads, or the other one is allow us to run a Bitcoin miner through your browser so that we can generate some funds. Fuck off. I'm like, no, don't ever. No, Why would you, you do that? 
Like, one, don't ever run unsigned code on your machine. And two, why yeah. would you... Like, how bad is the state of ad revenue at this point where, like, the more reliable thing you is to, to generate Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah. Holy shit. Because yeah. like, the, the, for sites like that, I'm on those sites for a max of, like, 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. How many Bitcoin are you mining in 45 seconds with my browser time? Well, like, no, but you in, conju- you in conjunction with a million other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Multiplicity and all that's not multiplicity. But, yeah. Uh, yes add, add, add more and more people but still like 45 seconds that's not and it's 45 seconds worth of cpu time sorry gpu time that they don't, it's another 1080 no it's the reason that i can't build a fucking computer yeah, is it's, because the, of it's another 1080 i that they don't have to buy that i could maybe get like ugh, yeah we're actually one of the i wonder how much of this i can actually say I was gonna say, I probably, don't know how much. You probably actually can't talk about that, but anyway, yes, we're. Yeah. I'm seeing other people now with issues with graphics cards and memory, particularly, and it's just I, it's, it's gone far beyond like just us buying cooler PCs. Like it's now. Yeah, into... like you, you sit and you you can sit in like on PC part picker or whatever, and like build a computer, and then you have to add like eight hundred quid just to pay for. People that are buying up all the graphics cards with for fucking Bitcoin miners. It's, it's it's insane. And there was a shot. I think it was, I think it was from Arthur Geese. I can't remember. There was somebody on Twitter that posted an image of them trying to buy a ten seventy or a ten sixty or something like yeah. that on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it was ten sixty on Amazon, blah blah, like six hundred dollars, whatever it was. And under it is like the Amazon recommended thing. The next thing was a bundle pack of four ten sixties. Yep. I was like, fucking, they're doing it. <laughs> it was also it was those four ten sixties. I think the other one, or somebody else that sent me this, was like somebody sent me like a like a quote unquote case for Bitcoin mining, like a like mm. a. The color of PC case, but it's just like a wire shelf, basically. Yeah, because you, you don't you, you want as much air around that thing as possible. Yeah. Like, I just you want to be able to strap as many cards as you can in a horizontal space. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's so fucked. depressing. It really is. I yeah. cannot wait for it all to explode. But we cannot sit here and talk about Bitcoin for another episode of this. No, thing. we can't do it again. Yeah, even though we it do is, that a lot. Even though it is killing us. Entirely. Like it's been it's been a while, but there was a while there where we talked about Bitcoin miners a lot. So we did, we did. We should probably move on and talk about actual video games and i only really no, have we never we never talk about them so. we never we probably shouldn't actually it's not like we're qualified um no but uh so there's only really one game i can talk about and then one thing we played together so the one thing that i wanted to talk about was uh fall two or sorry the fall part two the fall part two yeah um does it not have a subtitle as well unbound the fall that's part the two colon unbound not colon that's unbound because that's a that sounds di- that sounds dangerous you don't want and you need to go to special websites for that. The last you thing that. you want is an unbound colon. That'll cost you. Yeah. That'll cost you carpet cleaning it at the very least. Um, the uh, yeah. So this is the sequel or the the next part in uh, the trilogy of the fall, which came out. It's a trilogy. In, yep. There's one more part. Oh, it was okay. always envisioned sure. as a trilogy, except the first one wasn't called part one. So, but anyway. It's the um, so it's a sequel to Fall, which came out in twenty. 15 i want to say maybe a while ago uh, um, i'll look up yeah thank you um so it's 2014 a, 2014 um so it's a for people who haven't seen it it's a kind of side side scrolling sci-fi the original one was like a side scrolling kind of pseudo adventure game with some combat mechanics like kind of cover shooter mechanics it was it was and it was really really good it did a really cool the, the story behind it was a really interesting look at 
it did the whole like what is an AI, what is a human thing? <laughs> What's what, the what, nature like, of humanity? What's the nature of AI specifically? Mm. Um before that was like all of the things that came out in twenty sixteen. Um so this is the sequel, this is the next part of it, um, which follows the story directly on from the previous one. Um, it's yeah. really hard to talk about any part of it without knowing what happens at the end of the first one. So I'm not really yeah. going to talk about the story, but I can talk around basically the thing, sure. the thing about it. So I really, really enjoyed the first one. I thought it did some really, really cool stuff in terms of story. This one, yeah. I am so conflicted about this game. So I, f- I finished it. It's like six you, hours. You and maybe. I think everybody else that I've heard talk about this game seem very yeah. conflicted on it. So it's it's kind of, it's it's weird, right? So from a narrative perspective, it's super interesting. Like it does a lot of really yeah. cool things with its concept and takes it actually to a level I didn't expect it to go to where you end up with like three playable characters or four playable characters actually, like all of which have... Like very different perspectives, all of which are kind of AIs, all of which have very different perspectives on who they should be, why they should be there, what they should be doing, all of that kind of stuff. Um, as well as the, the Arid, your character from from the last game. So the narrative stuff is really, really cool. And there's some moments in it actually that I they went places I really didn't expect them to go. And there's one point in particular that I think will probably come up um, at the end of the year if we're talking about moments, but like there's a moment that is really it builds to it and there's a moment where they pull the rug out from under you and go no this is what we're about to do and it's just this horrible so subvert subverts what it's trying it's to not, or it's what not it's even subverts it's like it's a natural progression from what you've done up to that point but there's a subtle change to it where you're like oh this is just bad like all of this oh, is okay. just bad sure. and it's it's really uncomfortable and it was so uncomfortable that it felt like kind of, it felt out of place until they resolved. Like they, it very rarely in these kind of games where they do something for like, like they 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 try and shock you, and it's mainly just about the shock. But this one actually, they do it and then resolve it in a way that is actually like it pays off. Like it it, it cashes in the shock for actually something that means something. And it's uh, it, I, I was really impressed with that. But the bit I don't like is that that game is a more of a 90s adventure game than any game I've seen yeah, in a while. You, you described this as like kind of photo hunty, right? There's like it's all it like the, it's the, not so much photo hunty as pixel hunty because like yeah. it, it solves the initial problem that, we, that you had with adventure games where like if you just got a mouse that has complete control over the entire screen, like you end up pixel hunting for specific items. But in this, like you have, so you, every character has like it basically has. Um, they don't have weapons, but they have like a hand, like they either hold out a hand or a vision thing. But it's basically like a vision cone that you can bring up at any point, and you kind of yeah. you use the left stick to look about in kind of three sixty around you, and anything like in that that cone gets highlighted with a little um, magnifying glass. So you know all the things you can interact with. It's more that I'm talking about the logic of how they want you to solve puzzles. Like the very very first puzzle, I thought I had used everything on everything that made sense. And then at that point, I just started using actually everything on everything and then eventually found the sequence. And I see kind of see the logic, but there's kind of no way I would have got that naturally. Yeah. Like, it felt like I got it. was like, oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're going for, but nobody was going to get this. Um, So, yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, the last maybe half hour, which is reasonably intensive with, like, puzzles and kind of converted like kind of dialogue puzzles 
I just lo- yeah. I looked up. I couldn't parse you what couldn't it was trying anyway. to get me to do, and then got it. It it's very bad at like. There are some games that can pull off not telling you mechanics, right, and letting you figure it out for yourself. But this yeah. one is not like it. It seems to want you to. It seems to expect that you understand what's going on when it hasn't actually explained it very well to you. Um, and it's kind of difficult to talk about without. I'll talk to you off air about it. But it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are some design issues with it. But on the other side, like it does so much cool stuff in there. And I am fascinated to see what they do with part three when it comes out in twelve years. Uh, but it's 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 a. Really uh, it was cool... only like th- it was only like three between it. It's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It was more the fact that like I'd forgot one. I'd forgotten that it was a trilogy. Two. I'd forgotten it was coming out this year, and then it suddenly came out, and I was like, "Oh shit! I should probably pick that up." Yeah, it um, kind of th- was it was it announced beforehand that it was coming because a lot of people got kind of taken aback by it. I think of, it like, like, oh shit, it's suddenly here. I, but I think tail end of January, like it suddenly surfaced again and was like, yeah, like there's a Steam page for it. You can go get it. Um, oh, okay. Like, so I have, I have, I can wholeheartedly recommend the first one that people should go play. The second one yeah. is pretty good, and if you'll know if you want to see it by the time you get halfway through the first one, like you'll want to see where it goes. It's just, yeah. don't, I wouldn't feel bad about using a guide for the latter half of it. Um, sure. It's, it's a bit, and actually it's it, the person who did, one of the people who did the Steam guide for it anyway, like through this, you know, you get the guides through the Steam interface. Yeah. Like they yeah. basically just like, there's no story spoilers and every single step is blacked out. So you have to hover over it to see. So you're never going to see more than sure. you actually need. So at least you get that bit. That's get smart. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but I, I think I like it. It, overall, as a package, I think I like it. You think you like it? But there, okay. are, there are definitely some issues that will put people off. I think as long as you know going into it that it's that kind of adventure game, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of fi- it, it lets you gloss over a few of the problems, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like 13 quid, I think. and it's well, That's not lo- so bad. Yeah. And it's longer than I expected it to be. It does the thing where you're like, the, it feels like there's a natural three-chapter kind of progression to it. And then you hit the end of the third chapter and a whole bunch of stuff happens. And you're like, oh shit, mm. there's a lot more to this. Okay, sure. <laughs> so there's definitely value for money. The, the not quite finished moments. Totally. And it, once once it reveals yeah. what it's going to get you to do in the, the the last half of it, you're like, oh, okay, right. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. I like it. Cool. Um, do you but you, think, you only think you like it, you're not like... I'd, the problem is, like, recommendation. Like, it feels like a real cop-out. Yeah, sure. It feels like a re- real cop-out to say, like, if you like the first one, you'll like this, because you probably will, but just know what it is going into it. Like, it's not... It's sure. definitely more... It's more on the adventure side than the first one was. Anyway. But I will right. say, like, sure. a, a trend that I'm seeing in a lot of games now that I kind of appreciate is there's, like, a... Hey, don't worry about the action stuff. Like, it simplifies a lot of the action stuff down um, to, like, let you just go through and play the story. Um, which is that's good, pretty good because some of the combat sequences in that thing are not trivial. Let's say, um, and the controls could do with a bit of finagling, but you <laughs> but you get you, you get there. But there is an easy mode that you, you get through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the fall two. It's cool. Um, sure. We should probably do something with it just to show you. You'll see within the first fifteen minutes what I'm talking about. So we should probably do something. Okay. with sure. that. Um, but yeah, do you have anything unique before we talk about the thing we both played? Uh, well, I don't remember what the thing we both did was. So, so... we did some Warframe, I think. Oh, okay, talk sure. About. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, don't want to talk about that now. Okay, right, I do have one thing to talk about. Okay. But 
I, you have to promise me oh, no. that oh, no. when I say what I'm about to say, uh-huh. you're not going to get mad. You're not going to shout at me. You're not going to make fun of me. You're not. Yeah. You basically, I basically need immunity for like two minutes while I talk about this. Alex, you're, you're in a safe space here. You don't have to worry. There's no judgment. Cool. There's no judgment from I, us and the, all right, anyone sure. else listening to this. All right, cool. Um, so it's been kind of a slow start to the year. There's yes. not been a whole lot of like new games and stuff like that. I, mean, I think at this point I'm waiting for the Bayonetta remix to come out on Switch, which I think is happening like next week or something it's like Friday, that. Friday, isn't it? Is it? Okay, I whatever. I think it's it this week. Um, I'll be picking it up next week when I get paid anyway. Sure. But anyway, so I didn't have a lot to do. Um, so I kind of went back. I love how you're. Ta- I love how you're talking to the talking about this like you're doing drugs. Like I just I fell back into it, and it just kind back of and started playing World of Warcraft again. Oh god, damn it! Um, <laughs> okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I'd never done Legion content before, and they announced that new expansion. So I was like, and my mate started playing again, and I was like. Oh yeah, I've never like seen Legion before, and I have that free level hundred token, so I should probably go and like. And his guild needed people for raiding, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, peer, well, peer pressure is a terrible D- thing. Like it just need range DPS, and I don't have to do one to one ten leveling. I only have to but do one hundred to one ten. If you felt if you felt okay about this, you I could just find a mage. It to me, so yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm having a good time. I mean, you uh, should be, but continue. A what? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just giving you shit. Like, yes, yeah, right. Yeah. So what? Is, so what is like the the early game of WoW look like these days? Well, so I don't. I don't know. That's the point. Is right. that I didn't have to do level like hundred to hundred and ten. I had a a token that basically gives you like a free level hundred. You just pick what class you want and what race oh, okay. you want, and then you get sure. a free level hundred. So I had to. Do, I only had to do ten levels of leveling, which is basically the Legion story which I've never seen before, which is actually okay. pretty good. Like the, the zoning and the the story arcs that you go through in that expansion is actually pretty good. Like it's some it's some of the best zoning I've seen so in an MMO. Was Legion the last expansion? Yeah, it's the latest right. expansion. Right. Because um, it's all about like the story is all about like how the Alliance and the Horde kind of like drop their war and instead focus on fighting this other like bigger threat. Right. So the the story for Legion is you basically like hopping around a bunch of like uh, the smaller tribes around the area mm-hmm. and like bolstering them and getting them ready for this war, um, which deals with a lot of like politics and like one of them's like a race that haven't like seen other races in years because they lived in a big bubble city and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it's 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 really good zoning like for for zoning in an MMO it was actually pretty entertaining like so, there were some so cool like, and stuff. Like I obviously know what you're talking about for, for people who don't what what do you mean <laughs> when you talk about zoning? Zoning is just like when you're going through the leveling content like all, when all you're trying to do is gain levels so that you can get to the end game. Right, so it's yeah, like yeah. of course there are like five zones or something like that in Legion and you basically jump to each one of them and complete the quest arc, the story arc right. that's in. Some would call that campaign uh, part of yeah, you would. That, yeah. That's kind of like the, the thing that you would do. It's like the the story in Destiny, effectively. Like yeah, it's the thing you do yeah. before you hit the end game. It's, I mean, that's just just to give everyone else a point of reference as to what you're talking about. Yes, that kind of yeah. thing. I know what you're talking it's, about. It's, bas- but, you know. it's basically the story uh, before yep. you hit the end game, which is like raiding and PvP. If you want to do that stuff, yeah. Um, which I did. I did do some raiding, so that was fun. I've not mm-hmm. raided in a while. Um, that's pretty interesting. 
I forget what it's like to raid sometimes and people you get you're in a room filled with like 15 other people and there's it's the, it's very the, much it's, a, just, it's just sounds like you went to an opioid palace like it just oh it was in the room it, of, it was a room of 15 people and it was just like we were just there and it was so fun yeah and like we were like, it was like it's, you, there's nothing quite like the coordination of like raiding like everybody doing their job as efficiently as possible and also like having this one guy call out mechanics and everybody following it and and then we it all feels just, good the, like when you and then we all just and, and then we all just took our tops off and you know it's cool like we all just <laughs> I'd sorry yes okay yes this sorry is, this Continue. is why I said that I need I need immunity you know me at this point what the fuck else did you expect yeah okay I know. sorry so you're preparing yourself for the next expansion which is in yes uh, September I think right okay the the way the way that um blizzard announced things is weird because they announced the expansion was happening and then said it will release by this date which could mean before like mm. they could just go ah it's out and do whatever but it's up for pre-orders now if you want to pre-order it um do you get something special for pre-order do you get like a weird mount or something you get uh you get another free level 100 token right or you get or sorry no you get a 110 token because the cap gets raised by 10 levels sure uh and you get access to allied races, which is like variants on races for Alliance and Horde again, like new races effectively. Right. Um, but you have to go through a whole process to unlock them. But yeah, it's just been it's been fun to just like have something that I can reliably jump on for like a couple hours every day. Yeah, fair um, enough. I pissed the hell out of a couple of my guild friends because I logged on yesterday and got a really a really really solid trinket that's hard to get. Um, on the first go of downing a boss, and then uh-huh. also, which was hilarious because I like there's a mechanic that lets you like re-roll drops on bosses. Sure. And my mate was like, "Okay, so this guy drops a really really important thing for you. You need this because it's like it propels your damage and all that sort of stuff. So if you don't get it, make sure you re-roll because you might get it. Got it without re-rolling and was like dancing around, <laughs> which is great. Uh, and then after that, had enough of a resource to get like an item that's like the best quality item in the game is like a legendary okay and there's like because of the way that people build wow characters there are like these things called best in slots which are like the best item you can have for your given like armor set sure. or whatever and for fire mages which is what i am one of them is like your wrists as a wrist that like gives you a specific sped proc that'll like up your damage insanely Right. And this is the fourth legendary I've ever gotten in Legion and used the token and rolled it. And everybody was mad at me because they ground for fucking ages to get it. And I was like, ah, fourth goal. Wow. <laughs> so like, when, when did Legion officially come out? Last Was it last year? Oh, months ago. I can't remember when the hell it was. Right. Um, but like, is that enough time for there already to be a spreadsheet out there saying like, here is the build. Oh, God, you yes. Have. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Like there are there are guides for every class, every spec to get best in slot gear, best setup for talents, best setup for artifacts. Like everything, like it's all been so, all so been he- done. So here's my question, right? Like you've played a yeah. lot more of these this style of game than I have. What is the? <laughs> Sorry, I expected with that tone of voice to be like you play a lot more of this pile of shit. Than I mean. <laughs> You hear what you want to hear. I know that's what you're... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was hearing subtext. <laughs> um, 
What is the appeal of a loot game where the loot that you need to get is mapped out for you? Uh, getting that loot and feeling really good about yourself, and then watching but, your numbers be high—that's pretty. That's pretty much it. But like, because you get like on, when you're raiding and stuff like that, you have damage tables that are like here is the damage that everybody is outputting, and you can clearly see that you're not putting out as much damage as everybody else, and you know why, so you can solve it. But like, it's it's, but all of the like. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing, but when you look at stuff like like the, the the loot games I've played before, like your Destinies and like Borderlands and all that kind of stuff, like you've got yeah, the excitement is like what, hate, the, f- I, what the fuck is this thing? But, and but I hate to tell you, Destinies also have like best in slots. Oh no, totally. Like but all, they, but I don't they give, have the best gun. But and... I don't. But I don't give a shit. Is the thing like yeah? I, but you. you you don't have to give a shit in WoW anyway, but if you want to raid, then you do have to give so, a shit because yes, you exactly. have to be as efficient as possible. But that's like, the thing, like, at that point, like, like, at that point, there, there's only, it, like, if, you, if your class has, what do you call it, best in slot, whatever, like... Best in slots, yeah. If you have seven of those that are, like, here are the seven things you need to be able to raid, yeah. right? Yeah. There are there are basically only eight items in the game at that point, right? It's the seven things you want and everything else, which is just trash. Yeah. Well, it's like the, well the the best in slot stuff is like th- this is the gear that is like mathematically the best for you to have. Exactly. Like, people it's have problems. The numbers and all. Yeah. But like you, that doesn't like without that, it's not that doesn't mean that you can't raid. It just means that you're not the 100% pinnacle efficient that it could be. You can still totally raid. You don't have to be 100% efficient to raid. It's just like, that's the pinnacle. Like, that's the, what you can be without anything better. So what? It's what just, so what is the end game once you have that? Like, I have no idea. I have okay. zero idea. I get, I have like, I would never be hardcore enough to roll for best in slots and everything. Like, I would never, ever be that. In, in none of these type to, of games you, you like played, hardcore grind for ages. Other than Guild Wars, I was that's that for Guild Wars in the so like, that that was because I had to. But but that's what I mean. Like that was in, different. in Guild Wars, like you had the best stuff that you could possibly have. So what what's the yeah. game at that point? That for Guild Wars specifically, it was for PvP right. because that was all a PvP game, sure. and PvP was really interesting in that because it was all like counterplay and stuff like that. But yeah, sure. Um, okay. for raiding i don't know because there are best in slots for raiding and there's best in slots for pvp so mm. i don't know what i don't know what a person does when they hit best in slot for raiding right. i've got zero idea at that point i guess just do raids and look at how you're the best on the damage tables so, and be yeah, really proud like, of yourself this but, is this, this is the last question like because we need to stop talking about why in 20 fucking 18 but how like I, I hate to tell you but you're never gonna stop talking about why they've got like five other expansions planned i know for it. i know I, I just thought i could silo that part of my brain off and apparently not yeah um, never I, like i'm forgetting like things i learned in school and this wow knowledge is in my head like but parts yeah. of my brain are falling out of my ears now that i had to learn this fucking wow knowledge um yeah do you when want to you, tell you about how fire rage is? Do you want to tell you about the fire rage rotation? That'd rather be, stick blades in my face, like do not. <laughs> um, with it, like how much randomness is there in raids if you go in with a group of people that are reasonably solid in what they're doing? Like, is there a degree uh, of randomness, or is it all like the only reason you can get through so it is because you know the pattern? It's not so much randomness as it is human error. Like people fuck up and you die. Like that just happens. It's 
what like not everybody can be a hundred percent yeah it's it's like timing or like you fuck up a, a mechanic or the tank turns the wrong way and cleaves the raid or like there's a whole bunch of stuff that can happen specifically the thing that happens to me the most is that so most of the time like 90 percent of the time i'm playing with my friend like my mm. real life friend who's playing the game and he is very well known for being an arsehole uh <laughs> right so Call out. sure if i die he knows if i die <laughs> yep. um if, if i die it's it's well i don't want to say it's his fault because it's not his fault because sometimes i fucked up and all that sort of stuff but if i die he has so there's, a, there's an item in the game called a swap blaster right that is like if you're in a party with someone and you have a swap blaster you can target them and swap blast them and you change positions okay but you change positions with them carrying on whatever they were doing so what happens is when he's idle he likes to run from side to side and jump around all crazy so what i do is stand on the edge of raids and swap blaster him and he jumps off the side and dies which i think is hilarious but then he comes back at me by doing the same sort of shit so if i die it's because of that but also he's very well known for being uh getting bored really easily and just like forgetting to do shit so like i literally before i came on here was doing a dungeon with him and died because there was a dot on me that he was meant to dispel. Like, was supposed to just take off me or heal through it or something. Sure. And he just didn't because he forgot. Like, that's just that just okay. happens with him sometimes. But like okay. in in higher in higher tier raiding, it's because it's usually because like one or two people fuck up and then everybody dies. That's just so it. so so like in your experience, how accurate is like the first thirty seconds of that Leroy Jenkins video where people are rolling numbers beforehand <laughs> and 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 proper like guild raiding not at all like that's meticulously planned and set out and there are pull timers and everything's ready if you're talking about in pugs like in just random groups and all that sort of stuff that leroy jenkins video is incredibly no, accurate but I, I mean like the first 30 seconds of it where people are going like okay what are numbers oh, like, look like talking and... well right the the whole the guy that sits and does math or whatever is yeah. wrong like that okay. you don't do that but you will at the start of a fight like go over tactics if you feel you need to right or like ma- mainly like talking about mechanics like here the boss does this when it does this make sure you're over here or like if this goes on you run to the back or whatever sure but most of the time people have done it enough to where you don't need to go over mechanics so the pull timer just goes up and you just do it but on like when you when you get to higher tier rating, then yes, people will stop, discuss mechanics, make sure everybody's like eaten and all that stuff. Like it's, but yeah, that's, why, so that's what I've been doing. Okay, that's 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 why. I love those degrees that we say that we're wasting time and like why was a great. I'm talking about a video game that is not wasting time. You're right. You're right. I can't. I, I, I'm in no. Position this is a video push. game show where we talk about video games, and I have played no other video game <laughs> except for Warframe and World of Warcraft. So go fuck yourself. Why that was looks- why was by sheer technicality a video game? You're right. You're right. Yes. By the okay. fact that it is a thing that I'm playing on my computer as a video game. I mean, you could just play Excel and like build formulas and shit. That would also. I mean, probably do that someone well. someone did that for that fucking Battlefront thing. Was that, did right. that count as a video game? Yes. I don't know. Oh, actually, if you want to play spreadsheets, you just play EVE Online. Um, yes, that's so, very true. So now that we've insulted every MMO out there, we should probably take an intermission before we talk about Warframe. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, so I think you have a music choice this, this week. Yeah, so I'm going to do my random thing of I'm pulling out a track from a game that I've never played. Uh, sure. This is... Uh, a game called Celeste, which was kind of like oh yeah. Take, yeah, taking over the internet for a while. It's one of these like massive core meat boil style platformers that 
seemingly is very very good like it does interesting spins on mechanics and stuff i've not played it yet but i had a lot of people tell me that the soundtrack was very good so i gave cool. it a listen for a few days in work and i can tell you that it is a very good soundtrack um awesome so i'm going to take a track from that this is the track i have no context for what any of this is but <laughs> sure. it's a track called uh madeline and theo okay. from the celeste soundtrack cool so check the post uh, for the links where you can pick that up and we'll be back with Warframe and some news right after this Madeline and Theo from the Celeste soundtrack. A, a kind of cool mix of like weird ambient 8-bit stuff and acoustic guitars, which kind of... It was really nice when I yep, heard it. Seems like my jam. I'll be into that. Yep. Um, so now talking about one MMO to another MMO in Warframe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's an MMO that you likes because it has robots and shit in it. So I'm so easily swayed by the shit. It's kind of scary, yeah. actually. Um, so this was kind of all good. I needed to say was, "Hey, you and I've never played Warframe before. Do you want to come and play Warframe with me?" And you were like, "Yes." This, so I mean, was it. So this was kind of your your idea that we should we should yeah. have a look at it. I played a shit mm-hmm. ton of Warframe back when the PS4 launched, and it was it launched with that. Um, I, I put like God, God knows how many hours into it, um, yeah. and then had hadn't touched it. Like it basically Destiny replaced it when Destiny came out, so I hadn't touched it in years. Um, so we decided to jump into the PC version and see what mm. the fuck it done because they're like I I'm still see- playing it so yeah yeah I mean I, I will still get back to play it as well I just hadn't had the chance no yeah. Um but it because I, I kept seeing things like people like there's an open world section to it now and like yeah a, there's like hubs and stuff yeah like a bunch of stuff that was there's total- a bazaar that you can run around and there's just a bunch of stuff that I had not seen before so yes. decided to get back into it and and um, see what it was like I should also say me getting back into that game was a fucking nightmare because oh yeah i forgot about this so i had we had set, we had set to play it at like nine o'clock and yep. at half nine yoon was still swearing into discord at me so and... i had so i played a little bit on pc when it first came out which as it turns out i can tell you exactly was about five years ago um so when i logged in on the website i was like oh i probably still have an account got my account details logged in and the message popped up saying your account has been suspended till 2033. Like, wh- how? Oh, what? Never uh, touching that account again. Yeah, so it turns out Googling it, um, if you don't use your account in a while, there was a point where they just started disabling them because they had a bunch of, like, orphaned accounts that they just didn't want to use. So they just started killing them, basically. So 
I looked up and I was like, well, I can recover this account, but I need to go through their support and like delete the account and recreate it or something like that. And I wanted to start a new game. And I was like, ah, fuck it. Used a different email address, created another user. Of course, my normal username was taken by my other dead account. So I had to make another username and get... And so like, yeah, like literally a 30, 45 minutes later, I was in and logged in and we could actually play the thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, like it's a... It's a third-person shooter, basically, with MMO it's a th- Yeah, it's a, it's a third-person... Yeah, it's a third-person loot game MMO-style thing with uh, some action combat in it. Uh, and but you can fly. It, you can just yeah, you can, fly everywhere. So, yeah, the, the main thing that I'm impressed by in that game is that it moves so well. Yep. Like, controlling it is really fun. Like, you can do the... I was talking to my friend about this in work. Like, the... The chaining that you can do in that game is insane. Like, you can chain, like, sprints into slides into, like, corkscrew jumps that double jump that you can then glide if you aim that then land and slide more. And you just infinitely... And you can, like, cross entire maps in, like, five seconds. It's nuts. They don't, it's so they don't much block fun. you from doing it at all. Like, no, the amount of times... Like, we were playing, and all I would do is just fly straight past you because I was just doing it. Like, the amount of times so I would fun. just... I would turn a corner, and I would turn back to see where you were, and you'd literally just hover across, like, in across yeah, the corridor. Yeah, it was great. It's just ridiculous. And it does, like, it, and, like, again, playing on PC, like, it plays a lot better than I remember it playing, and looks a lot better than I remember it looking as well. Um, and it seems like they streamlined some of the, well, it's streamlined. They've added explanations to some of the mechanics in a better way than they did originally. Um, right. Where like the, yeah, cause you have the, you have the perspective of not having seen this or like yeah. have seen it and then come back to it. Yeah. Cause like initially when they put out the, like the mod stuff, like the whole, the whole kind of central upgrade mechanic is that you get mods, which are essentially cards that you fit into slots and each card has a certain amount of points yeah. you can spend and all this kind of stuff. And there's affinities and a whole bunch of other stuff. They, I, it took me a long time of just trial and error to figure out how that system worked. And then you've got the whole other side of that, which is like what you do with leftover mods. You can sell them. You can you can sell them. You can transmute them. You can... I mean, you can dust, dust them. Them. I can't, them. I can't remember what they call them, what they call dusting it, but they call it endo. something like diffuse or something. Um, turn it into endo. That's turn it into what... endo. Um, and then yeah. you can fuse them together to make new mods and dust them and build yeah. new mods out of stuff and upgrade the ones you have and all this kind of stuff. It's it very me, complex. Yeah, there's a lot of screens in it. Um, and it's still free to play, which is still kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, it's uh, 100% free to play and there's a lot of it, like a serious lot of it. It's impressive how much of that thing there is for free. It's, I, like, I don't know how many games of this type are actually doing the procedural generation thing, but like Warframe does it surprisingly well where every time you go into one of the missions, it is like the, the tile set is set for a particular mission, but the actual structure of the mission itself is yeah totally totally randomly generated. Procedural. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, they're starting to expose some of the the game types earlier on than they did when I played it as well where like we like we went into a random mission it was a, like a it was a taken it was like a horde mode basically like a protect the center thing yeah that went on for a while defense um, a defense thing and they have a they have a mechanic where like after 10 waves or after five waves you can leave now or stay for another five waves they get progressively harder yeah. and you get better rewards and all this kind of stuff did you ever find out what that artifact does yeah, so the relic thing. The relic. Sorry, so there's a lot from that. There is a, a new mechanic that I tried to do and died on because it seems ridiculously difficult. Okay. Uh, called void fissures. 
Um, right. Is, is this a thing where you end up in like a, some weird gold and silver palace? No. So okay. you like there are there are apparently these the, these fissures that basically appear on maps, and you go to one of these fissures with the relic, and the crazy Canadian robot lady in your yep. ear is like. Oh, there appears to be void fissures uh, around on this map. You should kill the enemies that are near it. And if you kill the enemies, they drop, fuck, what's it called? Reactants or something like that. Yep. Some special pickup. Uh, that if you get 10 of them and then survive the mission, it then opens the relic, which contains oh, like. Okay. It contains some, some crafting material called Pharma that is apparently very important. I don't quite know what it does yet. Yeah. There's and also like on top of all of this, there are like. Hundred components like materials. Oh, yeah. that go it's together a, it, in different it's, things. It's a loot and crafting game. Like it's very much how you go out to buy mats to get things to craft. Yeah. Like so. The the, the um, thing that I the, the thing that I should tell I I tell people when they ask about this game is like don't do what I did where like so I I assume this is still the case but like when you go into the marketplace like the real money marketplace mm. they have like all of the uh, variations and all the weapons just straight up there for built for purchase with like the the money currency but you can also buy it with the in-game currency the one you used to earn and yeah. credits yeah and it seemed like prohibitively expensive like to the point where it was like they are clearly trying to get me to pay money here but actually yeah, so that's what i was gonna say is that a lot of it's free to play but it seems like it's driving you towards paying for it so the, but you don't really have to no like the thing that i got eventually was the blueprints like blueprints yeah. are actually the way you get this stuff without spending real yes. money like it's it will take you a while to get the components together but it's doable yeah um, but it's way you don't have to spend real money for it yeah and it's, it's um, way more than just way less than just straight up buying the weapon and is. i had i had a friend i was playing and i had a friend one of my friends in america like come on and message me saying oh i didn't know you played warframe and i was like yeah i like started playing it like two days ago and he was like, oh, yeah, I've been playing it since beta. So I, I'm now using him like some sort of fucking fountain of knowledge yeah. of like, what the hell? Because there are so many words and phrases and the lexicon of that thing do. is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't really explain all of it. So I'm now just going to him and being like, what the fuck's a mastery level? Why is it important? What, yep. When should I start like adapting and changing my Warframe? What about my weapons? How should I worry about this? Blah blah. And was, he's just—he's perfectly happy answering them all, which I really appreciate. You might but it's still just that, like, the amount of information that, that you get. Yeah. yeah, the amount of information that you get that is not explained in that game is kind of overwhelming. Yeah, there's and a lot. even he understands that. He's like, yeah, I understand that a lot of this doesn't make any sense to new players. You just have to kind of keep going. And I'll also it's, say it's better than it was. Like right, the way it is right now is better than it used to be. And even then, it's still kind of incomprehensible points. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to play some more of that this week. Um, I really, I, I do really enjoy playing it. It's yeah, a lot it of seems fun. cool. Um, like how, how I like the, I like the, like talking to my friend about it. He was like, get get stuff to level thirty, and then once you get to, or get your starting things to level thirty, mm-hmm. and then once that's done, think about experimenting, like right. find a new frame, find a new weapon, or whatever. Sure. Blah blah. So I've been like hunting around, figuring out like what I want to do. I know the frame that I think you should get. Okay. I just don't know what frame I'm going to get. There's Fair a enough. frame that's like, there's a frame that's all like, um, she's like a lady gunslinger. I can't remember her name. Oh, I think she, I like, saw that in some of the 
promo material. She yeah. gets she gets bonuses for not using her melee weapon and like standing still and like firing on people. That sounds like how I play these games. Sh- yep. To then get a huge gun to fire at people. Yep. Which sounds exactly like you. That's I don't know I what I'm gonna do, but I'll figure that out later. Sure. But what I, I, I also like the fucking because the, because everything in this game is like um weirdly like asian inspired like your your pistol can be like kunai and shurikens yeah, and all yeah. that stuff um i was just looking around all the melee weapons is like oh i wonder what i want to do next and you could go from like katanas to like nunchucks and then like um like the cool like double ninjato things that come out your back yep. um it's like there's so many things that are like oh man i really want to try that like there's a lot of variants of like man i could try so much of this stuff yeah there's and it it's, and it all looks real nice as well like oh yeah so, the style's great yeah. so it's interesting like your friend that's been playing since the beta like did you meet up with him in game and see his warframe no i have okay. not had i've not had that chance yet i do want to i want to invite him over to my ship because at some point even when like even in the early days of like the ps4 beta before they connected up to pc version when it was just ps4 players like yeah. you would very quickly see the people who just went okay yes sure i'll buy the founders pack or whatever it was and got a bunch okay, of yeah, yeah. because everyone like because i would be there in like the default warframe with the default like i'd colored it but it's still like the default warframe with the default yeah. gun and then there are people with like bits sticking out of them liter- and, yeah. literal wings like that was the yeah. one where i realized that there was a whole other level to this thing where i i i matched into a game where a dude had literal wings like a 12 foot cape and a little yeah. thing that followed them round that I don't even know what it did. And I was like, how? Well, I was like, Ooh, there was a similar yeah. thing that happened when I started playing uh, Diablo 3 with my friend like a few months ago. Mm. Because I'd played so much of that game. I'd had like I'd had like a bunch of account bound stuff. So like we started new characters and he came in as like base level witch doctor, which is just like a like small frail guy and uh, like nappy effectively. Right. And I came in with a guy that was like uh, uh what was a plane can't remember oh crusader so he came with a huge buff dude with giant yellow wings and like huge cape and like so it just looked completely different he's like where the fuck did you get all that stuff and i was like oh shit yeah all the appearance stuff carries over <laughs> so it just had all this stuff so it had giant wings while he was looking like a complete wretch it was unbelievable it's, it's great how that's become like the the gold standard for like i've bought currency in this game is that if you've got wings, wings you've probably yeah. paid some money at some there point. are so there are so many wings in diablo it's unreal yeah. it's every fucking every fucking like pre-order for a blizzard game they have to like put something in every one of their games and diablo you always get a pair of wings like everyone yeah that sounds about right god yeah um, yeah, I'm going to play some more of that game. Um, I need to get yes. some information off you about what the hell I do with Masteries, but yeah, I need to play some yes. more of that, that game. Okay. Um, so there's only a couple of news stories that we should just very quickly look at. Um, Are any of them about the Hardy Gurdy? Because I'm still really into the I realise that is the Hardy Gurdy is your jam right now, but no. Yeah. None of them are. Ah, oh, damn. None of them are. Can we not talk about Sea of Thieves? Uh, we haven't played any Sea of Thieves. Ah, uh, yeah. We've I should want to talk about it. I'm so I'm so excited for the game. Yeah, like see if these could be really cool. There's a lot of it seems uh, like everyone managed to get in the beta except there's a lot there's a lot of potential in that game being yeah. fucking dumb. But. I was also really I was also really happy because there was a couple of articles came out when they put out the specs for that game. It was like, no, this will run out of fucking anything. Yeah. So I feel okay. That but if you do have a, if you do have a, like a good computer, it looks really pretty. Like, oh yeah, that game but looks very pretty. That water looks incredible yeah unreal it really, really yeah. does when um, is that came out 
March, end of March, middle of March? End of March. End okay, of March. only about a month. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so we should very quickly, just because we didn't actually talk about it last time, um, or we hadn't talked, but, or it had come out in the middle of the thing, we should talk about Nintendo Labo actually very quickly, because oh, yeah. a bunch of people have, had, have managed to get hands on it since the yeah. announcement. So for people who haven't seen, this is um, Nintendo's next big kind of initiative, peripheral, peripheral thing. Where yeah. they are basically, um, rather than selling a bunch of peripherals like they did for the Wii, a whole bunch of plastic that eventually gets thrown out, um, they are you build it out of cardboard. And they have a lot of things. Yep. Um, so there's two packs that are coming out um, later next month, I think it is, um, where they have a variety pack where there's lots of kind of like little toys that you build. and you So you build these things out of cardboard, you put Joy-Cons and the Switch itself into the construction. So one of them is like a like a house that you put the Switch in and the Joy-Con on the side and it turns it into a button that does things on the screen and, and um, there's remote control cars. There's a fishing one which looks fucking fascinating. Um, so, the, yes, yeah, so there's the variety pack which has all of them and then there's another one which is a, basically a builder robot that you and it's like a backpack you strap on and it's got ropes or like string that comes out to the things on your feet so you can stomp about and it's got big fists that you can punch and the switch it looks awesome like i got it was su- it was one of the smartest things i think i've ever seen because it's it's a really cool idea yeah um and also like with some of the footage that's been coming out recently and some of the videos that actually that um nintendo put out like they are they appear to be allowing you to customize this stuff in a really interesting way on the switch so like there's one which is like a it's like a little shell for the the joy cons that use the vibration to basically move this thing around like it's a little roll control car basically but the vibration will let it run across um across tables and things like that for all of the controllers you have for these things like the the, the thing on the screen the touch control thing all of them have a button to basically break open the controller and then rewire the insides. So you can be like, okay, when I touch this bit, actually, like, switch on this light or do something. Like, they have basically yeah. very basic programming stuff underneath the hood that you can go into if you want to. And it seems like they're, they're have a focus on that for all of the toys that are in there, all of the constructions that are in there, which is another level of kind of great, awesome things that you do with this under the hood. So I am probably going to pick one of these up. Like, I understand it's for children. Oh, yeah, like the, but, they're also, like, ridiculously cheap. Like, I'll totally get one as well. Yeah, like, the, so, like, the, the normal pack, the variety pack, I think is 60, and the robot pack is 70. And, like, it comes with the yeah. game, obviously, so it's not, like, yeah, it's yeah, only, yeah. like, 20 on top. But um, yeah, it looks fucking awesome. People need to go watch some of those videos if you haven't if you haven't seen it yet. It's um, just a really smart idea. Like it's so smart. Instead of, it's so, instead so instead smart. of just being super cumbersome, they just it's ah oh, yeah, it's cardboard. Like and they're, you'll, they're also, you'll be able to get rid of it super easy. And they're also it doesn't cost a lot to manufacture. They're also capitalizing on the customization stuff with the selling like marker pen and sticker packs and like tape, and you can yeah. Like you color stuff in and design it yourself, and yeah, you like, just like, get markers and you just color it in. Like yeah. you can do what you want with it. It's great, it's, so good. It's giving it's giving a lot of um, freedom to the the owner to do yes. what they want with it, which will be exactly what you want with kids or me. In this yeah, case. just let them do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want. It's 
Um, our, so, yeah, our big children like you. Exactly. I'm going to build one of those on camera for the site. Like, no. I was going to say, yeah, like on on the day that we get them, we should totally get together and just like yep. record it. That's, see what happens. That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, so just follow this up with a couple other small bits of Nintendo news. Um, their next smartphone game is a Mario Kart game. Apparently, it's called yeah, apparently. Mario Kart Tour. Um, due for release just released before march 2019 which is kind of what we're saying like that could be anything but probably march 2019 um there is zero details about this thing um release it just says releasing releasing in fiscal year ending in march 2019 it's called mario kart tour that's all we know so i mean Uh, they don't have a good they don't have a good track record of releasing mobile games Ah, track record it's mario kart Oh man, well I didn't even read that. Yeah, well done. That was incredible. spot on. Um, yeah, they're they're yeah they they've not made good ones yet. Uh, so they're batting we'll zero for three one. so far with yeah. the, their smartphone games in terms of well, in our opinion, anyway. Um, <laughs> do you think they can do? It I hard? don't know. I don't know anybody that would look at those games and think they were good. But so what, what have they got? Like maybe Mitomo, Run, maybe Mitomo, Mario Run, Matomo Run. No, I was thinking like. It's maybe uh, Matomo, Animal Crossing, and Fire Emblem are the three I'm thinking of. And Super Mario Run. So four. Okay, zero for four, yeah. basically. Um, I don't think Matomo was terrible, but I also didn't count that as a game. It's kind of not a game. That was like a messaging thing. It was like a... Run, run Fire Emblem, and Animal Crossing are the three I'm thinking of. And like I could maybe see a case for Mario, but Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing I don't think were good in the slightest. Yeah. So, um, do you think they can do it? Like, if you were to take a guess what this thing is, do you think this is Mario Kart with like motion controls, like on I, your phone? Uh, I think it's Mario Kart, but you have a fuel gauge that you need to spend uh, top up tickets to <laughs> top up your cart with, but you need to pay money for top up tickets. You get a free refuel every, every twenty four hours. Yeah, like something like that, and like instead of actually racing, all it is is like who taps the screen the fastest, and then you, you get Waluigi for free, but everyone else you have to pay for. Yeah, like I don't know, fucking some bullshit to try and squeeze money out of you, like the rest of it was. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, but like I say, we have zero details. Um, yeah. Are you ready to pay money to play Switch online in no. September? No, yeah. I wanted to be free forever. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so they've they're finally said they're launching their their online service. So I I haven't decided yet if my Splatoon playing will go to zero or not yet. Um, but it's I 20- mean I uh, there, there there is like no game currently on Switch that I care about playing online. Yeah, so like really Splatoon care. is Splatoon especially especially when that online framework is as bad as it is. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Um. So just the details. It's twenty dollars a year. And I don't think I haven't seen a UK or EU price yet. So I assume it's going to be twenty dollars a year. That's yeah. not terrible. It's, it's pretty cheap. Like it's, yeah. um, they're offering uh, one month for four dollars, three months for eight dollars. So maybe the thing is, you buy like if a game comes out, you buy the three month, and then you're probably done with it anyway. Maybe who knows? Um, but actually, like I don't know coming up. If, even if there's any Switch stuff that is remarkably online, I yeah, uh, yeah, I actually can't think of one off the top of my head. But um, but there's also like the other side to this as well as their subscription thing where you'll get classic Nintendo games as well as part of the subscription. So the, the three are the three listed on here: are Super Mario Brothers, Three Balloon Fight, and Doctor Mario. I don't know if that's been confirmed <laughs> somewhere or they just pulled games out out of thin air. But um, sure. yeah, 
So that's happening uh, September 2018 oh, yeah. when that's happening. And then the final thing of things you should be excited for, the Mario movie done by the guys who made Minions. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> over Overseen by Shigeru Miyamoto, so it yeah, might so not be terrible. This so he at least has a hand in it, and I don't think he's going to let it get too out of hands, probably. But, um... Yeah. Man, it's just... I hope it's good. I hope I, it I is. I hope it's good. I would, I would probably watch a Mario movie and, like... Yeah. Some of the stuff that Illumination has done is pretty funny. Like I kind of like the Despicable Me movies. They were not terrible, so uh, they were they were not terrible until fucking Minions took over the world, yeah, and then they got kind of worse a little bit. Um, so yeah. that's happening. There's no date or anything on it. It's just like no, this is actually going ahead. Like this is actually a thing that's happening. And hmm. it's also it says animated movies plural. So like. Are we getting are we getting a Mario cinematic universe? Is that what we're getting? Yeah, the, the MCU. Um, they oh, will, god. Um, <laughs> oh god! I'm just they'll like, bring in Sonic as well. Like there'll be a crossover episode with Sonic Boom. Um, oh yeah, totally. Bill be. be 18 rated. You probably won't be able to get it like normal channels. Like you'll need to. It'll be like a back alley. You you don't want to see that movie. Probably. I I will defend that Sonic Boom cartoon sometimes. There are moments it's in that cartoon. Not terrible. There are moments in that cartoon that are alright, that are better than it is anyone. There are moments in that cartoon that are really clever, and there are some fourth ball breaking moments that I think are quite funny. Yes. But, yeah. Um, Actually, no, like, reading the the terrible translation of this press release, um, they've jointly started planning and development of movies dealing with the character Mario, so maybe there's multiple Mario movies, and it's not, like, multiple Nintendo properties. What if we get, what if we get, like, an actual animated Mario and Rabbids movie? What about that? Oh, man. Made by the Minions people. No, but, yeah, but then they're just, like, they are just Minions, right? Like, what? Yeah, but they're Minions that have a different noise. Instead of talking about bananas, they just go, bah! And then that's... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Who knows? And then Peach, Peach Rabbit flips her hair and then goes, bah! And then, you know what? I would watch I a Peach know. Rabbit movie. Now that you mention it, yeah. I'd probably watch a Peach Rabbit movie. That thing's probably alright. Do you watch the Peach Rabbit movie more for her sass or for the bit that when she goes blah at people? It's probably just the sass. Like I, I just the sass. Like, yeah, like I stopped playing Mario and Rabbids eventually, but she was still the best part of that. Just they just yeah. her, the the moment where she meets actual Peach and just her judging her silently is fantastic. Yes, I think I've seen that. It's not just all like passive aggressiveness. It's and, like, super passive you, aggressive bitch, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, just picks up her dress and goes Bleh, and walks away. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so the last thing I have here, which I just thought was fascinating, and I completely forgot this was part of this game. Have you seen all the Metal Gear Solid Five stuff in the past couple of weeks? Yeah, the I didn't actually watch the cutscene. I might have to go and do that. But it's this is like the thing twelve that, like, minutes. The, it's a long cutscene. Yeah, I do want to watch it though. But it's like that's like the nuclear disarmament stuff yeah, right so, is that what you're talking about yeah so yeah. people people who've played the multiplayer of that game know that like so there was the multiplayer component was basically you build up your own mother base and you go attack other people's mother bases and steal resources and, and generally fuck with them but one of the things yeah. you can build um and actually use it seems is nukes right uh they take ages to build they cost a lot of resources but you can build them and yeah. there somewhere in the game was like a global count of nukes and yeah. when the PC version came out, they dug people dug around, and there was a cutscene that people found that they couldn't figure out how to trigger. There was no way they could figure out how to trigger it. The theory up till the, up till this happened was that when the number of nukes in the world reaches zero, this cutscene would play, and it's generally a cutscene about 
Snake, um, World rest- Peace. Yeah, Snake and the rest of of Mother Base, like proclaiming that all the nukes are gone and that that this is a step forward in humanity, and we need to now keep them at zero and all of this kind of stuff. Um, so this was the- this is all theory, and then this is. Um, the 5th of February, this article from Kotaku is one to see, um, which is when it happened. And then this, the cutscene suddenly triggered for everyone um, round about that date. Um, even though the number of nukes had not hit zero, it seems like there was some kind of um, issue, basically, where um, I could get real technical with it, but basically the, the, the counting code fucked up, it seems, and treated it as zero, zero nukes left and triggered this cutscene for everyone. Sure. Oh, so, is this the thing that counters do sometimes where they go high and then reset to zero? Is that if they go below happens? zero and they're not signed, then they go to like two yeah. million and whatever, yeah, whatever the highest int value is. Um, yeah, but it seems like something along that line happened. Sure. Um, so yeah, so the, the cutscene is now up for people to watch and it's like a 12-minute monologue about the safety of the world and how nukes are no longer an issue, but we should always be watchful of this happening in the future. And it was just this really weird thing that was great to watch, but also made it really sad that we're probably never going to see a game like that again. But from Konami, well, you mean that it was trying something like that, or Th- this is fucking nuts? Like I like. Oh right, yeah. Like Death Stranding is probably oh, no, gonna there's be... there is plenty of room for people to make some batshit games out there. Like nothing quite on the scale as like the entire Metal Gear Solid series. But, that, but... that's what I mean. Like when you throw that much budget budget behind somebody who can just go with that vision, balls to the wall, nuts with it. Like mm. imagine building a game that like the, there are parts of that game that nobody will see for three years after that game comes out. Like just yeah, insane stuff. Um... But yeah, so as of um, the day the, the, the um, cutscene triggered, there was still just under two thousand nukes on PS4 and three hundred thirty-one nukes on Xbox One. It was so, a thing. It was a thing that was never ever going to be seen anyway. So I'm glad it at least got. Yeah, and it, it was. A, and again, like really interesting social experiment of like. Yeah, totally. This is, this is what the world is dealing with, right? Like we could globally disarm, but do you want to do that? Because no one, no one's ever going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, on the internet with arseholes on the internet where, like, well, yeah. yes, let's all, let's all well, I had, like, disarm ourselves. My, my friend himself said, I bought one, I'm never getting rid of it. So it's, like, you that's going to be multiplied, like, 10,000 times exactly. over across the world. So you're never, ever going to get that. So, so. The, the cutscene that's linked, I, I don't know what, there's probably multiple versions of it out there now, but the cutscene that's linked in the Kotaku article, it plays the whole cutscene... And then loops back to like the main menu of Snake on the, the the helicopter, and Miller comes over the radio immediately after you get back on the helicopter. In this case, and says like, "Looks like someone built a nuke. Looks like we're got our work cut out for us again." And you're like, "Okay, yeah, this was totally just an issue that, that it triggered accidentally or or whatever it was." Um, but yeah, it's, it was such a weird thing that I. It was I, a cool little thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was um, pretty nuts. And also, like, it wasn't... It was interesting watching their Twitter account as well because they, they did an official tweet, like, a couple of, like, ten days afterwards or eight days afterwards, not saying, like, yeah, it triggered and we're glad you enjoyed it and all this kind of stuff. The, the tweet that came out was, um, we've implemented a series of countermeasures during today's server maintenance to resolve this issue and prevent this from happening in the future. We apologize <laughs> to all players and thank you again for your patience. Like, 
what? Why would you fix that? Like it's happened. Yeah, who it, like, fucking cares? Yeah, it's the internet. Everybody's gonna see it. It's now out there. But the, yeah, like the two the two things I pull from that are like, there are still people in Konami working on this game, like actively maintaining this game is the yeah. other part, which kind of surprised me. Like that they would push a fix for this. And also, I mean, they like, need to keep their engine up to date because I imagine it's exactly what they're using the, for survive. This has so. nothing to do with the engine. This is all just like search yeah. sides. Yeah, but I mean, like, you've got to... Because if you maintain that, then you can just take that stuff and use it for survive. Like, Oh, it's... totally, but none, none of this was to do with the engine. This is all, like, third database yeah, on the yeah, back yeah. end, just, some, just rolling over. And... Yeah, but that, that engine was a poor choice of words by yeah, me. But, I just mean, like, yeah, yeah. in general, yeah, all totally. this information can now be copied over on the survive. Yeah. So it would, be, it would make sense to have at least a few people working on it just to keep everything up to date so that when survive goes out, It'll they be have the most up-to-date version of that stuff. It'll be interesting to see survive, actually, if there's something... Like, if there's some larger meta game in Survive as well, like, if they're trying to do something with that game. Uh, maybe. Um, I don't know. Which is out this week, I think. Is out this week? Is it? Christ. Yes, it's out this week, because they, they finished I'm the beta last week. I'm interested to what people say about that game. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's everything I have. I don't think I've got any left. Yes. No. I've just... No. No. Did you, see that thing, just... you see that thing today about where all the KFCs in the UK ran out of chicken? I thought that was hilarious. Somebody texted me that, yeah, and was like, what the fuck, what happened? They they got a new supplier or like a new delivery service for the chicken, mm-hmm. and like a bunch of the places in the UK just didn't get chicken this morning, so they had they all ran out really quickly and had to close. I thought it was hilarious. It's just like there's no chicken at KFC. Like the world's over. <laughs> that's it's, basically yeah. That is the end. That's like the first sign of the apocalypse. That's one of the right? signs of the apocalypse. Yeah. KFC has no chicken, and yet it's yeah. scream. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. I just thought that was funny. I what, don't know. What a world we live in where KFC could not have chicken. Holy shit. Yeah. No chicken at KFC. I you could feel... go to that that KFC and be like, can I get a three piece? And they'd be like, no, no. we have no chicken. What else is, can, this is probably a really dumb question to ask, but do KFC have anything on their menu that is not chicken based? Like, could they offer you a replacement uh, of some they've kind? Got, they've, got, they've got the chips, I guess. And chips and the beans. That's about the, the things I can remember. And the, the corn... And the yeah. gravy. And I think that's it, actually. I don't yeah, think the, maybe salad or something, but I don't know what. I think all their salads also have chicken on them. Uh, that's what I thought. Um, okay. Actually, speaking of this, and we'll wrap up with this. Um, the there's a there's a website called Eat This Not That, which is like a kind of food health website. And sure. I don't read it regularly, but I read it once a year when they put out their like fifty worst foods in America post which is like they basically go around like a bunch of categories and be like this is the worst thing you can buy at arby's and it breaks out like the calorie and sodium contents it breaks out like yeah this thing is this thing has the same saturated fat of five snicker bars and it's a sandwich like that kind of stuff it's brilliant and i was so hungry at the end of it it was unreal i that's that's normally what happens in those situations yep. where you're like man this thing's like anytime you ever watch like fucking dinos drivings and dives or yep. man versus food and you're like yeah i could go for that that's um yeah it's just and i i left it going like i, I really want some fried chicken like really want some fried yeah. chicken um yeah it's great. It's great. I'm just looking at it now. Also, also while looking while looking at the um, the release date for the Bayonetta Switch version, which is out by the way. What um, is out? Okay. Yeah, uh, I noticed that they are going to sell a Detective Pikachu amiibo. I didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> for the Detective Pikachu game. It's the fucking Pikachu in the goddamn Deerstalker hat. 
Oh my I'd, god. I would probably have that. I would probably have that. That seems fun. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> if I if I touch it on my switch, does Ryan Reynolds talk to me? That's the most I important don't, thing. I've got no idea. Oh. Danny DeVito might talk to you. I don't know about Ryan Reynolds. I'd probably I'd probably take yeah, you that should, too. You should look at that thing. Yeah. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty great. Really, the the main human character that thinks is called Tim. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, we should wrap up uh, unless you have anything else to bring to the no. table that's not an amiibo no no cool um, what have we got coming up uh, there's a we did a video with uh, Oxygen Not Included which I'll probably mm-hmm. put up at the end of this week now that I finally mm-hmm. got it cut together um, I am probably going to do something on Thursday and I'll probably just live stream it because I can I want to go back into a I want to get back into doing old PC games again because I had a sudden hankering okay. to play one. Um, so I'm going to provisionally say Thursday for that because I think okay. that's when I'm going to have time. What are you, are you going to say what you're playing? Yeah, or are you I, gonna... I, if I can get it working, I haven't actually tried to put it all together yet, but I want to play the Riddle of Master Lou. Oh, God. Right? Right? Oh, fuck that game. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of adventure games. That game um, was not good. That is- <laughs> game was excellent. I will not hear no, a bad word against not. it. Um, and then, yeah, the Game of the Year stuff is coming along. We'll put a post up when it's when it's going to be ready to go and we'll roll it out over the course of, I don't know, a week, a couple of weeks, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oxygen Not Included, by the way. Literally, their last update added an actual conveyor belt, which I thought was really funny. Excellent. Actual conveyor belts. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but yes, com is the name of the website where you can find all of our stuff, all of our articles, videos, and podcasts will go up there. We are on youtube.com slash start. If you subscribe there, you can get notified when we put new things up. We are on Twitter and Facebook. If you search Game Engine Start, you'll find us on there. Podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address. And yeah, enjoy whatever you're playing, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.